Hey everybody, Raylan Casper White here with another delightful episode of X-Ray. I had uh, two awkward dates this week just to keep people updated. I'm still on my path to have intercourse. It's been a while. So I'm trying to find the right one where it doesn't feel like a one-night stand. It feels like a potential relationship, but it's not really going to go anywhere. So at least I don't feel like I'm whoring myself out. Even I don't believe that sleeping around is whoring myself out. I think it's a ridiculous double standard. I'm happy to whore myself out. Yes, two days ago, I had a date with a guy um, who made no eye contact the entire time. Did not stop talking to me. It wasn't like he was engaged, but he was just talking to me, but away. Uh, it was very odd, almost like he was blind. Last night, I had a date with a doctor. Uh, very nice, but uh, kept telling me how he wasn't looking. He was looking to get offline. So I don't know if that was a hint to me. He's like, I can't wait to get offline. This dating shit's terrible. I'm like, should I take this fucking personally? Because we met online four minutes ago. But I had a nice glass of wine, went home, flicked my bean, and went to bed. I'm gearing up for Christmas, uh, birth of our Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Uh, I'm excited. I'm going to stay local. I don't want to tra- traveling on Christmas is a nightmare for me. So I'm going to stay local in L.A. Uh, the kids are back home. Uh, so fuck them. Um, it's mommy time. So that's okay. It's time for, for selfish, selfishness and mindfulness. And they go together. I'm here with two very interesting guests. I'm here with um, actress. And I just discovered you are a rapper. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. That's, uh, that's actually accurate information that you have. I yet. love that. This is Abby Cornish. Uh, and I'm going to slaughter your name. I am with First AD, straight from Italy, hot off the pasta press, Jacobo, which is pretty much just Jake. Yeah. Jake, what's your last name? Bonvicini. Bonvicini. Does that yeah. mean good in the neighborhood? Exactly. Is it really? It is exactly this. <laughs> it's all good in the hood. Yeah. Jake, all good in the hood. You had exactly. a rapper name too, you guys could like yeah. duet. Exactly. And you work with um, Paolo Sorrentino, yeah, who's Oscar winning. Uh, did he win for, was it La Grande Bellezza? Yep. Right, and he's also done other a lot of other stuff, and yeah. he did the two, not the two popes, because there's two things out with popes now. Yeah, but yeah, he did one series of the pope, and the next one is coming out in January. But now there's a pope thing out, and it's not him. It's a competing pope thing. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure the marketing people are shit. You know what I mean? You're like, of all the times to come out with pope shit, this is the year of two pope shit. But yours has Jude Law and the other yeah. guy, John, John Malkovich. Yeah. Love him. Yeah, love him. Love him. I can't tell if he's a nice guy. Is he a nice guy? Because he's the kind of guy like he could go either way. He could be nice or he could be an asshole. I can't quite tell. He's so nice. It's scary. It's scary. Yeah. Okay, but Jude Law, a little cocky. That's you don't have to answer that. I know you're supposed to be professional. Jude Law. Okay, we all do. <laughs> sure, Abby Cornish. Yes, straight from Oz, uh, Australia. Not from Sydney or Melbourne. I did. I Wikipedia'd you. I don't know if it's accurate there, but you grew up on a farm like in Bumblefuck. I did. Yes, yeah, so I grew up. I grew up on 170 acres in, wow. in rural country. New South Wales. Um, okay. So if you're basically if you're in Sydney and you you drive two hours north and drive about forty five minutes inland, that's where I grew up. And you're because your parents did uh, were farmers. Um, it was more of a hobby farm. My a hobby farm sounds like the, the plight of the wealthy yeah. hobby farm. <laughs> well, does it? It, it, it? it sounds like that, but it's not. It's not like that. Um, it's a bit more rickety. Okay. Yeah. So, so my father ran a couple of businesses. He had an insulation business. He's sort of self-made, self, self-paid like fella. Okay. And these are all, the, 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 is it true that everybody was a prisoner at some time in England back in the day? Convict, convict era. Yeah. Convict so, era. Okay. so obviously we have indigenous Australian culture. The Aboriginal. Yes. yes. And then we have a lot of people that came over during, during the convict era. Okay. Um, so lo- we have a lot of, a lot of blood from England, Ireland, Scotland, Wales. And a lot, then, like, like the tough blood. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh my None gosh, of like yeah. the pussy blood. You know what I mean? Yeah, None of crumpets you... and tea. You're like, we fucking slaughtered people. Let's get over you to the house. can't you? Yeah. I feel like you look you, at the yes. people and for well, look for at the, the Hemsworths. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Jesus Christ, I would fuck all of them at once. Sorry. Is that wrong? Is that <laughs> it, wrong? It's a little bit wrong. But it's also so right, yeah. isn't it? Um, they are genetically blessed. But so, okay, so rustic farm, tough people. Maybe if you did 23andMe, you would find convicts in, in the in the... In your backstory, I think in, in mine, yes, okay. and, but I know that for sure because it, there's a history, there's a lineage that goes back to my father's side that's very strong, you know, in in terms of that. My mother's side gets a little murky. Okay, um, some of them were law-abiding citizens. Is that what you mean? Well, so there's just holes. There's holes, holes. in the genealogy, okay. um, which suggests a number of things. Um, but there was also such a huge influx uh, after that as well of people from different countries as Australia, right? You know, started to let people in, like Greeks, yeah, and Italians as well. So. Yeah. Yeah, Italians and Greek. A lot of Mediterraneans, I guess, were yeah. attracted to living. What, what what is it like? On, like you know, you go to Manhattan. There's a little bit of an island mentality, which pretty much translates to just crazy ass rent, and you know what I mean. But Australia is an island. You know what I mean? It's a fucking island, and you're in the middle of. I don't want to say nowhere because that means that we're the center of the universe, which we kind of are. But I'm saying, is there something different about living with an island mentality? Do you find? Yeah, I, I think growing up in Australia was entirely different. Um, there was something, uh, I mean, first of all, it's such an expanse of land. Australia is yeah. huge. Right. And the diversity in that land is just, is just you know, um, is astounding. And so growing up there, I, I think there was this real feeling of like, I'm I I am in the middle of nowhere and yeah. it's really beautiful but I do wonder what else is out there. There was sort right. of this really sort of magical mystical feeling um that was that was at the same time grounded and just so beautiful the oceans and everything and the animals and you know it was such um uh, a natural habitat to grow up in. But yeah, I w- always used to look at the stars and always used to think what else is out there because I knew it wasn't just this right. one and how much were Gigantic. you exposed to in terms of culture? Obviously, television. Um, um, was Ki- Kylie Minogue was already a big star? Because I remember growing up, that was like she was the Australian import, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kylie she was big. Huge, yeah. um, but this is obviously you were growing. I don't know how old you are. We won't ask. I'll ask you because you're a dude. But um, <laughs> it's uh, all over the net anyway. Can is you, it? Okay. Yeah, we can talk about how, how, how old I am. I'll just give you 30s. 30, 37, 37. 37, yeah. I love it. You're gorgeous anyway. Whatever. Oh, like, stop. you know what I mean? Don't and you've stop. probably been acting since you were a tot, yeah? Since I was 14. Okay. Yeah. And you were acting on Aussie television shows? Everybody's on Neighbors, isn't it? Isn't Neighbors yeah. everybody's show? I skipped that stone. Okay. <laughs> Good for you. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, so I started out, um, I started, I actually wanted to be a vet when okay. I was a kid. Okay. I wanted to study veterinary science. And then I I grew up with a bunch of brothers. How many? Well, three. Um, I grew up with three brothers, but two close to my age. Okay. So one two years older, one two years younger. And okay. so I grew up with a lot of cars and motorbikes and building stuff and yes. kind of like, you know, yep. learning learning the hard Mechanics. way, I guess. Yeah. Um, learning how to run really fast right, away right, from right. them. Yeah, um, were they did they were they ever violent with you like roughhouse? Oh hell yeah! Okay, yeah yeah. yeah. I, like I learned I learned I learned to fight young. Uh, good for you. Um, yeah. So and so that was really really fun. But at at some point I was a teen. I started to become a teenager, and I was like, whoa, what's going on? I was like, okay, right. I want to do. I got something. boobs now. Yeah, I was like, I want to do something girly. Yeah. So I entered a modeling competition, and I I won that and was signed to an acting modeling agent. But the first thing she sent me to was an acting audition. Oh, good and, for you! Um, I love that you went. You're like, I just want. I got tits now. I want to act, and yeah. then boom. 
boom, you're like modeling oh, and acting yeah. in four minutes. Hair that's makeup, Australia clothes. for you. That's, yeah, it's exactly. done. <laughs> you're like, that's it. You yeah. peaked. So you you booked your first gig probably. Yeah, booked my first gig. Fell in love with it from the first moment I was on the set. I didn't actually, because I grew up on a farm, I didn't grow up watching much television. Okay, I, good. I grew up more in, in outdoors. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so for me, I really felt like I had stepped through the television. The it was it, it was yeah, yeah. It was really weird. And I was on the other side of it and I loved it. Like all this background stuff, you know, the lights and, and different things. Were your parents supportive? Yeah. They were supportive. Yeah. Okay, they, good. My parents were pretty always, might as well be useful. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. They were just kinda like, go young one. I mean, I left home about a year and a half after that. So for me it was the the beginning of my my You true, emancipated yourself, what, at sixteen or something? Um I was fifteen. 15, just about turned 16, I left what? home. You left home? Yeah. And your parents didn't take it personally? They were kind of like, I think when I sat them down to chat about it, I was like, Mum, Dad, I want to have a talk. <laughs> 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 How long, wait, before I just, logistics, because Australia is a large space. Yeah. How long did you have to drive to each audition? So to drive to the audition was about two and a half, to Sydney, so two hours, two, two, hour, two okay. hours, 45 And your max. mommy drove you? Mum drove me, and then once I... She's I, like, walk back, bitch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Train, sometimes it was train, train back. Okay, yeah, because she had go. four She's other kids. She's got shit to do. Yeah, she, she can't be catering to your acting aspirations. <laughs> she did pretty good, though, i got to admit. I know what she but did. So sometimes, so sometimes it was mum, sometimes it was a train, a bus, whatever. Okay. And then, um, and then when I, after I left home, I actually bought a Datsun 280ZX. A Datsun? Dotsons. Yeah, and so I used to drive that without a license for a while. Oh, that's you. I love you, like I rebel know. without a license. Yes, exactly. So you went, you booked your gig, you told your parents you're going to move to Sydney. Did you shack up with like a 40-year-old man to, to you know, no, how did you do it properly? It's actually, it's actually kind of a cool story because I had it, because I was, when I started making money at 14, right, I, I was really good at saving it, investing it in the right place. So I bought, my first thing was like I bought a horse. My second thing was <laughs> I bought a piece of art. Like I went to this art exhibition in, in uh, Newcastle, which okay. is the closest city. Okay. And I really liked this guy's work. It was really big oil, oil on yeah, canvas, yeah. really cool stuff. And he was about 23, 24 or something like this. And uh, I bought my first ever piece of art, which and now you still old, hangs like in my- I was 14. 14, buying art. Part of me is amazed. Part of me yeah, like. Yeah, you're right. I was 15. I just oh, turned 15. Well, that's not as impressive. 14, exactly. I would have been like, Jesus, 15 is just pretentious. Yeah, and so I think bought, I just turned 15. You yeah. owned a horse and a piece of art. Yes, I did. And uh, and so I bought this piece of art and now still hangs in my dad's house at the end of the hallway. It oh, hasn't wow. moved. <laughs> hasn't moved. I love that. He likes it. And, and then uh, you got yourself a place. And then, yeah, and then weirdly enough, I was looking to move out of home and it was sort of a bit of a dire situation right. at that age, right? Yeah. And the guy who I'd bought the painting yes. of, he called me mm-hmm. at, on the home number and he was like, hey, just check in, how's the painting, right? How's Did you the hang painting? it? Is yeah. that what he's checking yeah, in yeah, on? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry, it was mutual. Okay, good. Anyway, so... <laughs> So I was like, ah, oh, painting's good, you know, it's at the end of the hallway. But And he's like, so how are things? I'm like, I'm good, I'm looking to move out of home. He's like, you are? He's like, well, we've got a spare room in the warehouse. I was like, yeah. So anyway, so I moved into oh this Lord. warehouse space with an artist okay. who had the top, the whole top level. Yes, yes. And another guy who was studying biology okay. at university. And they were all older. Yeah, they were like 25, 24, 25 and then, anyway, so cut to, so I finished all my schooling. I stayed in this warehouse for a couple of years. And okay, finished. but did you end up hooking up with either of these gentlemen? Yeah, the artist, of the course. Are, of course, yeah. okay. Who we could have gone to jail for in this country, correct? But in Australia, it's fair game. I guess so. I was by, probably turned 16 by then. Oh, you're so fine. 16's, 16 legal? 16's I don't know. Good. I have lost my virginity so very young. 16's good, yeah. 16's fine. 16's good. I feel like the minute you menstruate, 
it should be legal. Oh, well, do you I don't know, know about I mean? that. Because if you're, if you're well, able to have kids, yeah, but th- th- these days, kids, yeah, you're it, right. It's like ten, eleven. Well, nine. Right? I know it's the hormones in the yeah. in the chicken feed. You're right. No, you're right. So my kids, are five years old, busting out thirty four B cups. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> upsetting. All right. So you hooked up. You shacked up with the artist. Yes. Um, lived there. Did your schooling. You went to what? Yeah. Sydney School of Acting Conservatory of I, the Arts. I never studied acting. Oh, okay. I actually was. So I finished my schooling to be a vet. Oh, right. right? You're on the but vet track. And then I applied. Yeah, I'm on the vet. I'm on the I vet forgot. Track. I forgot. But you were still yeah. acting and modeling on the side. I was acting on the side. I, I, I ditched the modeling. As soon as I started acting, I yeah, knew that that was. modeling. That was my yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do catalogs and lingerie. All right. So you did the acting thing. Mostly telly or theater too. I did I did all telly and then I started making films and as soon as I started making films wow. I was like this is me I'm gone like yeah, this fuck is vet- fuck animals and yeah. vet- you know someone yeah. else will heal them oh my god wow mm. okay so when was your first I, I hate saying big break because I feel like most people have many smaller breaks and they grow but did you have a big break to come into Hollywood how did that happen like what was that moment? my Hollywood break yeah was uh it was was I did a movie my first ever feature film as as a lead, yeah, I did a movie called Somersault in Australia that was directed by Kate Shortland, and it was this really beautiful. I was, I was twenty, I think, but I was playing sixteen. Okay, um, is is a really beautiful coming of age story of this young girl that lives in Jindabyne, and so that movie, uh, we went to Cannes with that, and that movie was oh, sort of like, okay. yeah, they were they the were red like carpet the darling of yeah, yeah, they were like calling me the you know the little young darling of Cannes and stuff. Like. It was really fun and really exciting, and and so. That was my break to Hollywood. Okay. Yeah. So after that, did agents come knocking on the door and you say, I got to move to LA? I had that, ha- well, how'd that work? I had a lot of, a lot of agents talk to me, but for a while I felt like no one was really seeing me for who I was. So I didn't sign with anyone. Good for you. I felt like there was a lot of um, uh, bullshit that I was hearing okay. and a lot of things that weren't in line with my true self and my nature. So like I what? Actually, give me an example, like. Um, things like, speak. things like, things like, you know, we could, we could, we can make all your dreams come true. We'll get you that private jet and we'll put you in the nice <laughs> house. And I was just like, I was this girl from Lock and Var. I mean, the last thing I want is a private jet. That sounds yeah, like a lot Yeah, give me a, a horse and some more art and I'll <laughs> sign with you. I don't want a fucking jet. Just, just stuff like th- things yeah, that I think, and fame, really 80s. just filling me up with these ideas of fame yeah. and fortune, which I, I rejected so heavily. Like actually most of my career I've rejected fame and fortune yeah. um and just in my in in growing up have uh come to a sense of peace and ease with that like i'm Good. like okay cool that's fine that's part of the job whereas in the beginning i was like ah right 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 okay that was freaky to me so but you didn't sign with the agents but you did decide to move to la i didn't move to la till i was 23 and i moved here for love I didn't move you here moved for here work. for love. Yeah, I'm a sucker. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> I I'm terrible sucker. with love. I don't do well with it. I try, but I'm too. Ins- I find my insecurities overwhelm me. So who was this um, person? Who was this love? So I felt I fell in love with an American fella, um, an actor, and and it just made sense for me to move here. Because, okay, because he he has kids and stuff like that. So uh, were you shooting a movie together? We did shoot a movie together okay. before that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'd shot a movie together, and and so it was it was after that, and we lived together here for a few years. Okay. And so after a few years, I felt like really I'd made friends, and I was yeah. ingrained in different okay. parts of the community, and I really yeah. love I love Los Angeles. I, I love it too. I, you like yeah. it? Yeah. Good. We'll talk to you in a minute. Yeah. I love him. He's like my Italian, you know, my <laughs> sidekick who pipes up going, see. Um, 
Can I ask who this actor is? Was it a secret? No, no, no. Everyone knows it's Ryan Phillippe. Ryan Phillippe. Yeah. Okay, who was married to um, uh, Big he Little Eyes, to, yes, Reese correct, Witherspoon. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And are you guys still in touch? Yeah, we we still communicate every now and then. Not not like you know regularly, but we have we walk in the same circle of friends. Okay. Um, so, and what was it like when you were? So he was older than you, I imagine. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. What was it like being with someone's kid, like being a stepmom all of a sudden? Because you were very young to be a stepmom, yeah. no? Yeah. Or you I didn't take that role really. I did. I, I wasn't. I wasn't a stepmom because they had their mum. Yeah. You know, I I was. I was obviously I was um, a figure that they looked up to and everything. But I, mm. you know, I I had that flexibility and that freedom to move more into the friend zone. Yes. And also then be able to read them books and and help them, you know, get ready for school and take care of them. And okay. And you know and do things like that. So I sort of had, I've, I actually loved it. I felt like I had the best of both worlds. You do, because then you can get out when they're annoying or be like, I'm not your mom. Go ask your mom if you want to, <laughs> you know, smoke, try crack for the first time. You know what I mean? <laughs> and were you on good terms with uh, Reese? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's good. See, yeah, that's was important. That, I loved it. I loved that whole experience. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. I love there's a positive, happy ending to that story. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Okay, and then the relationship ended though. Yep. It fizzled. Was that, yeah. uh, but just fizzled out naturally? Yeah, or it not just, so it, I think it, um, I don't know what what Happened. natural or not natural yeah. is. No, I, I, it just it just it just ran its course. But but I think it was a good thing. Was, of course, after like that was my first huge. Yeah, like, it's a I big had, thing. You I jumped had a in. few years and stuff, yeah. but having the kids and living together, all that yeah. sort of stuff, and yeah. moving moving um to a different country, all of that's deep stuff right? right so it was really painful to break up but afterwards I kind of was like I well, you felt could like find yourself too right because like yeah because you're not you know that person's not taking care the soft landing the bubble the Philippe bubble yeah. I'm slaughtering his name I never was Philippe no it's good you it's, did, it's great. Philippe? did great yeah okay I'm almost a Filipino I take it in all <laughs> weird directions <laughs> but um the fact that suddenly he's not there you have to kind of not fend for yourself because you know how to do that but suddenly that bubble of right of comfort is gone and suddenly you're like I'm on my own now let me move into a condo with Berber carpeting and yeah. those weird blinds with the exactly. pool in the middle yeah. I hope you didn't do that did you do the that the first one I was a it was a fully furnished rental and it was pretty much like that right yeah. that those those like gardens like you know Melrose Gardens yeah. or Sweets or Heights or whatever the fuck they call those very yeah. awkward rapey condo <laughs> complexes um okay and then so after that you you kept acting and your roles kept getting bigger you tried you stuck to indie films you got some bigger parts yeah yeah I've had a really great run I really I I, I I'm always like I can't believe I'm 37 I'm still doing this you that's know that's amazing just, well dude it's you're so, not 90 cool. 37 no but still I'm like I'm on my way to 90 you know yeah, like we're all I, on our way you're to like 90. whoa how did that happen like yeah, you know yeah. just the other day I was 35 the other day I was 32 I was, and all yeah. of a sudden I'm like because doing a job like this is something that not many people get to live off it's yeah like, I've had a full life amazing that's amazing and I and for that I'm super grateful I'm sure you are too and you buy a lot of art I do like well. My mum's an artist, so she oh, fills my walls. I don't nice. have much wall space left. As you get older, do you feel pressure to start filling in lines and freezing foreheads? No, not so much. But it's weird because I'm debating. Right, you're debating. I'm debating. I had a plastic surgeon on the show, and I just thought we'd talk about plastic surgery. But he started looking at me, going, "Well, you need to do this. You need to freeze that and lift this, and this will go away." And I'm, but I'm like, it terrifies me. But everybody fucking does it. Uh, I think you get, I think you have to be careful about how much you indulge in those yeah. conversations. And like, uh, you look like a chipmunk. You know, I don't look yeah. like a chipmunk. You don't touch in. that. Don't, don't right? touch that you beauty. Know? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. The hair covers all that. You know what I mean? So bangs are the the, <laughs> the modern day Botox. Quite That's what cut. I say. Um, 
But do you panic or you're like, no, I'm just, I, I still get interesting roles. I'm not worried about being the ingenue. I'm, you know, you're still, I mean, is that like what's, because well, you sound like a very grounded person. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just, I'm also just super excited. Like I, I have so much to yet still do. So yeah. for me, for me as an artist, I feel like I haven't even come into my full Good. Full okay. Power, but you never friend. you went to, never went to acting school. It was all autodidactic. You le- learned as you went. Did you ever have acting coaches on set with you? I have had uh, dialect coaches. So, for okay. example, do that accent that you're doing. Right, the one that you're doing. Oh, look yeah. at you. She's um, okay. <laughs> I can do. Well, let me. Or let me do a little. Uh, it's it's hard. It's hard doing it. See, it sounds it sounds weird, right? It's That's good. And then I kind of veer into other stuff. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> I'm afraid to talk now because now I'm like, now I'm English. Now I'm somewhere in right, England. Right, right, right. Like, what do I do? It's like if I do shrimp on the barbie, if I do the ah, eh, eh, I'm all right. And I do that, right, say it, so that, but then I lose it. And then it goes somewhere right. else. Right, yeah, we need to practice this Yeah, one. thank you. Okay, so you had dialect <laughs> coaches, but never, like, how did you end up tackling, like, emotional scenes? I know. I always think it's so mysterious technique. You know, I've done, I've dabbled in acting, and I just kind of get my mind into the character, and it happens naturally. But people have a system or technique, and I'm like, what's the technique? And people are, what do people study when they go to acting school? What's this technique they're learning? Like, what do they do? All of a sudden, we're on inside the actors. I know, I know, but it's <laughs> like you break down the motivation, but whatever. Yeah. Like, how do you get it out? Like, how do you get well, it out what, of you? What, the, you all I'm, right there, Jake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. good in the neighborhood. <laughs> well, one one thing that came to mind just then um, is that, I mean, every everyone's different, and also I think every moment is different, and also depends on what you're going through, not going through, and where yeah. you know. I mean, sometimes sometimes things come. Just from your body, it's like stored in your yeah, it's stored in to get your out. cells. Yeah, yeah. And you just tap into that, and it comes out. You don't even have to construct stories or go into past. Also, too, I'm gonna get a little hippie on it. Please but there, do. But there is 100% universal energy all around us all the time, and and I think as artists, we can tap into those. You know, and you know, it's that's it's all there and so I think I think a lot of what I have learned uh over the years is allowing that flow like allowing that that right to, softening to, to run through yeah. yeah and and just sort of trust in that process um which is much easier than trying to force something or trying to sure. bring something up you know um I like to think you know I do th- do therapy to do therapy and I yeah you know I hear you I'm <laughs> a I, queen of therapy I go to a million therapists I've yeah. covered it all but what was your most um challenging or uh, uh hardest experience on set um that's a really good question um I uh, mean you can't be that easy going and positive all the time shit's gotta yeah. hit the fan doesn't it oh, I'm a bit of a, a wild child in that I love a good challenge so I sort of thrive off that I get a lot of energy from that I get okay. an, I love any adrenaline I mean whenever from I'm conflict or just like no no definitely okay. not no okay. just for new stuff so whenever I'm doing so whenever I'm doing something new I know because I get a little bit that jittery um, yeah. yeah a little bit a little bit uh, of an adrenaline rush okay it's not nerves because nerves I find I find nerves when people s- tend to shut them down I get the opposite I get whoosh. okay it's like yeah I get really excited and it sort of motivates and just moves that um that scene or that moment on on for me but I'm trying to think of I don't know I can't like remember. you ever have to deal with a, a director that was a dick and actually made it harder for you to do good work um I don't ever s- to be honest and I don't let things um, affect my 
my process as an actor. I think that would be really um, – that would be almost be sabotage, you know. Yeah, of course. There's too much going on. There's too much going on. And also, too, being like em- an empathetic person, I, I also get – I'll see a crew member and if they're not feeling good, I like – I worry about them, you know. That's nice. Yeah, no. so I so all of that stuff, it's kind of like I've, as soon as that – action i yeah. just got to leave all that stuff because this yeah this so you leave the drama so you're lucky to have worked with people that weren't assholes because oh, there no, are a lot of assholes worked, in the industry definitely worked with some i just okay. think i just think you know it's really important to develop to develop a way of working where you can like let it a go back yeah let it go because otherwise it starts to affect the art and and that's the last thing that good for you i'm too codependent you know what i mean yeah i think i worry a lot about what people think or if i'm doing a good job it's just self-esteem and so i think that if someone's upset with me it really gets to me yeah like i could i talk about this on the podcast i could run into someone on the street and they'll get angry at me and it will affect me the whole day like a stranger yeah someone you know what i mean someone be like asshole and i'm like and i'll go home and cry because a stranger called me an asshole I, no, I feel I feel you on that. I mean, even on sets too. I'll hold it. I'll hold it, and then I'll get back to the hotel room and have a cry. Just, okay. For sure, hundred okay. percent. Like, yeah. you know, we're all human. But yeah, or I'll you know I'll replay it over and over, and and, and just you obsess over it. Yeah. yeah, eventually it just starts to. It's like a light, you know. It just starts, or or a passing car. It starts to become a bit more dim, you know. Yeah, well, that's nice. Um, that's a good image. I'm going to keep that. Yeah. Do you mind if I keep that? Hundred percent. But did you ever feel? Um, do you ever have to deal with any Me Too moments over the years? Um, uh, or were you kind of, you, you transcended I'm all that. right on that one. I, I'm, I mean, so minimal, but nothing, 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 bad. nothing to write home dirty, about. Dirty, flirty. Yeah, nothing right. to write home about. I just call it European behavior. <laughs> right? <laughs> it, was it Catherine Denerva who said, it's, it's just men also, you know, it's just flouting, get over it. You know, I'm like, but it's mm. right. Nah, it's just flouting. I'm like, okay, they have a different standard over there. So yeah. that's okay. They're French. They get away with more shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what do you have going on now? So, well, right now I'm taking a break. Um, nice. That's hard, healthy. Yeah, it's really good. I'm I'm also in the process of, well, it is also Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> New that's Year's. true. It'd be weird if I'm like, I'm working. Yeah, I'm, well, I work. I'm a workaholic. But yeah. uh, go ahead. A hundred percent. Like I was like, even yesterday I called my manager. I was like, so can we set that meeting about the television show to, to get a short list of showrunners? And he's like, Abby, no one's no, here. No one's here. Everyone's and checked. I, I, well, they checked out after Thanksgiving. In, yeah. in Hollywood, people are like, Oh, it's November twenty seventh. We're done for the year. I'm like, yeah. there's another month nah, to do shit. No. Not here, not here. And I was like, please let me squeeze this last. Oh, out. Yeah. anyway, so I've got, I've, I've started um, producing and Good creating. Okay. So I've got a film and a television show that I'm like co-creating, producing. That's really fun. I'm also writing. Yeah. Um, and then there's other things in the pipeline, but I don't. I don't know when their start dates are going to be next year, but I got a couple of movies. Oh, good! Going next year, exciting well. stuff. Yeah. Are you friends with that whole Aussie Naomi Watts crew and all those people? I I know the Aussies for sure. Um, I I did because I didn't grow up on that scene. Yeah. I'm yeah. not like deeply entrenched in it, okay. but definitely we're all we're all you're mates. all buds. Yeah, we're all mates. They're all Australians like LA, right? It kind of yeah. I feel like they're more LA than New York. Yeah, I feel like more Australians move here. Um, and what's this rap situation? So, well, I, I was also into music yes. um, as a teenager and when I was about 16, 17, I met I – was, I was like writing a lot of poetry. I had Technics 1200s. I was trying to be a <laughs> DJ and trying to produce music, hip-hop music. Okay. And I also would graph and write and stuff like that. Anyway, so I was – yeah, I think I was 17. I was in a pub 
And I met. And this is in Sydney. This is in Newcastle. In Newcastle, right, Newey. which is right by home, right at the rustic farm. Yeah, Newey, okay. Newey, mate. And okay. um, so I was in Newey and I was at a bar and I ran into these two rappers, brothers. Um, and I was like, I was like, yeah, well, I'm a DJ. I produce. You want to <laughs> like get together and hang and like and jam and shit? And Did you wear like, a backwards baseball cap at this juncture? Not backwards, forwards. <laughs> okay, forwards, okay. And so, <laughs> so anyway, so short story is, is, um, is they came around and we started jamming and I wasn't that good on the decks and, and I wasn't that good of a producer. But we, they, we had other people come that were doing that stuff. Okay. So I started writing raps. And then I started going in the battle raps with them, right? And so I would start battle rapping and one day I was in this comp and they were like, yo, you can't be Abby anymore. And I'm like... <laughs> Uh, what? And they're like, you have to have, you have to have a name, you know, like, right, right. Like I'm kid. That's whiz. Who are you going to be? <laughs> and I'm like, shit. And they're like, now anyway. So I'm like, all right, dusk. Ooh. And they're like, they're like, why? And I'm like, it's my favorite time of day. And I'm like, cool. So I became dusk. Okay. And then we would that, they had a band going. They, okay. uh, they inaugurated me into the band that night. Cause I got, and made it to the finals nice. of the battle. Nice. Rap. And, um, I was in the band. We made a couple of albums and yeah, we toured. And Can you bust out a rap for me? Or is that like asking uh, a comedian to, to make, tell a joke? Yeah. I think like right now, like maybe now that you've planted the seed, <laughs> Give me a second. Okay. Yeah, give me a minute. We can circle back. Yeah, give me we a can minute. Circle so I'm back. like, shit, what verse am I gonna drop? But um but yeah, and then and then <laughs> I sort of got I got caught up in the acting thing, but then recently I made like a bunch of solo tracks and I ended up touring with Nas. What? Yeah. Wow. Just in Australia. Oh just, my just, gosh. It you was, opened for Nas? It was wild, yeah. That's totally. amazing. It was super it was like I was like, okay, like Wow, this is a this is a moment. Okay, you know? I really want to hear you do even like half a half a rhyme. You, why'd you skip Erica's party party early? I was freestyling. Oh, were out. you? Yeah, we were at a party songs. together. Yeah, I had to leave for my awkward date. Remember we're doing karaoke? Um. Oh, so you did? Okay, so I do want to hear before the end of our podcast. Is that okay? Yeah, I just uh, I just got to think of what I'm gonna what I'm gonna do for okay. you. If I think of something, yeah, it's just been I haven't really. What is Nas's real name? Like Terrence or something? No, Nasia. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's actually just a yeah, shortening he's of, one his of name. He's an authentic G. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not made up. Dumb. I don't know what my rap name would be. Yeah, what would it? Let's come up with it. I think it'd be like Mullet. <laughs> Mullet G. Jacobo. Mullet G. Yeah. Hi, you've been Hi. so gentle and attentive. The perfect man. <laughs> just listening and nodding and saying, you're right. He's already right? married. Yeah. You know that, right? I know, I know. But I mean, isn't he? He's so cute. Yeah. I just, I want to sop you up with a biscuit. <laughs> I got to tell you. How old are you? 37. 37? Yeah. You're my perfect age. I like a nice, sprightly man. Um, how long have you been married? I've been married three years, but uh, we've been together 10 years. 10 years. Okay. Yeah. Finally. Are, were you the one like, we're Italian, we need to get married, we're Catholic, or was she like, just fucking marry me already? We, How'd that happen? We're not Catholic. Okay. We just decided to get married just like two days after we met, but then... Kids got in the way. We okay. made a couple of kids. Yes. So marriage got postponed. Okay. And then we really want to do it. We're not Catholic, but I like it. How secular today is is Italy? Like, do a lot of couples end up having kids without getting married? Because I know a lot of Italian men, every Italian man I've met is in his 40s and lives with his mom. I'm not fucking kidding. Like, it literally happens. You have these 40-year-old men that are still living with their moms. Yeah. So... How is it only in Rome or like the big cities where it's more acceptable to be married without kids? I mean, kids without married? I mean, it, it, it's acceptable now everywhere. It's not more. Uh, it's any. It's not a question of being acceptable or not. I think it's really um, an economic thing now. 
I mean, uh, lots of people still live at home, not only for a cultural question, yeah. but it's it's we we're in a difficult economic situation. So, lot of people in their thirties they they're not able to pay their own place to stay. Right. Uh, so marriage is even far away. It's, yeah, it's even it's a more lot difficult of money to getting reach. Married. Yeah, and then just to get divorced, it just seems like a pointless <laughs> endeavor. Am I right? You know, you work with Paolo Sorrentino. Yes, I do. Who's an amazing director and a lovely guy. I met him. Fun guy. Fun guy. Yeah. English, a little stilted on the English. He's he's fine. I mean, yeah, he's speaking. Do you find when you're working with him on set, are you a translator a lot of the times? A bit. A bit, right? Yeah. If you really, because he's like, and you're like, okay, and let me just write. Okay. Yeah, but he improved a lot. He started off as like, Almost zero. Really? And now he, he's not using a translator anymore. He's That's just great. go for himself. Okay. Yeah. How'd you get into this assistant? So let me introduce uh, you. Sorry, because uh, I jumped in because you're just so cute. I want to say, did I say I stopped at the biscuit? I said yeah, mention yeah, biscuit. Use, use that one already. I'm sorry. I can't. I'm, I'm at a loss for, for, for inappropriate flirtation words. You are a first assistant director. Yeah. Now, as I understand it, the first AD, you're pretty much running the set, right? You are there to facilitate the director uh, who ends up talking to the actors and sitting at that little village with the monitors, but you also do the schedule, right? You're setting up the whole fucking thing. Otherwise, with a bad first AD, a movie can just go down the shitter. Is that right? Yeah, uh, yeah. And stay off budget, you know, go off budget or whatever. Yeah. How did you, I, where do you learn that and how did you get into it? I, I get into it in a weird way. I started as an actor when I was uh, very young. Okay. Uh, but I didn't study. They just picked me. They were looking for a young, new face. How old face. were you? I was 19. Oh, you yeah. weren't that young. Yeah, yeah okay. They, they, they picked me from like school. Okay. From university. <laughs> and they, and I was in a leading role in a, in a, I mean, it was a legit movie. Wow! In uh, on it for Rye, Rye for, Uno. No, it was for it was a movie for <laughs> oh, the for movie for, for, for theaters. Mo- yeah, for theaters. Okay, okay. And uh, what was I, the movie? Can I YouTube it? It's very bad, but yeah, you can. <laughs> What's you it called? Can. It's called Ora o Mai Piu. It's co- it means now or never. Ora o Mai Piu. Yeah, it's Allora. a kind of age story. Okay, but it's not a good one. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I'm sorry to talk. I mean, I loved that experience. I loved it. Acting I loved is great, it. isn't it? I loved it. I loved the experience, but I hated acting. Oh. Yeah. I, it, to me, it, I loved it because, it, I mean, being on set, 19, yeah. you're the leading role. Yeah. I mean, it's like an amusement park. Yes. Uh, everybody loves you. Yeah, you, you get, it's a lot of ego uh, validation, a lot of girls. It yeah. was fun. Mm, I, I'm but here. acting, it's not for me. Okay. I was feeling very embarrassed. I, I, I didn't like the fact that the crew, I felt that they were all together. And then I got called at a certain moment and have to perform something. Oh, you didn't feel part of the group. And I hated it. Okay. I wanted to be like them. That, okay. That's why I, I get back home. I finish my study, my graduation. I studied political science. Okay. And when I was done with that, I, I get back as a, as a third AD. It's just starting. What does a third AD do? Make coffee? Yeah, the third ID is the one that says, guys, guys, shh, shut up. <laughs> okay, Basically, that's, that's, great. that's what that's you have very to do important all, all role. day. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's not, right. A, it's not an light. easy job, that one, It's is not it? an easy job because nobody cares for you. Yeah. You can it's say like a PA, it. right? It's like the lonely, yeah. right? The, the water boy. Yeah you, would, right. yeah, you would bring coffee and you yeah. would say, yeah, shh, shh, shut up, please. We're shooting. Shh, shut up, <laughs> shut up. And How do you say that in, in Italian? Silencio. Silencio. Oh, right. Silence. 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 It sounds please. better. Yeah. It sounds more elegant, like God is speaking to you. Yeah. You know what Silencio. I mean? Like God is commanding you to be silenced. Silencio. Yeah. Um, Okay, so then you started, you moved your, your way up. I, ma- I moved my way up. Yeah, very, uh, it was very quick. I started being a first AD when I was very young. I was 26. Okay. I was lucky. I got lucky. I yeah. got into a good, a good thing. And then after a while, I met Paolo and started working with him as a second because he has a very 
a strong historic first AD of his. Okay. And then things changed a bit in, in yeah, time. Yeah, you edged and I that became... guy out. You edged the old guy out, didn't he? He's <laughs> like, it's new blood. You, you, yeah, 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 it's my turn now, fucker. And he's gone. He's depressed now at home, living no. with his mom. Let's say we just, uh, no, it's not like that. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, so how'd you meet Paolo? Just working on set? Uh, we met, uh, I mean, it was a double way because I met him because I already worked with his first AD. I okay. was his second AD in other movies. And then, I, it's, it sounds strange, I know, I married uh, the sister of, her wi- of his wife. You, oh, I didn't know that. You yeah. married the sister. God, Italy is just in one big happy genetic, <laughs> genetically yeah, disturbed incest yeah. to his family. You married the sister of his wife. Yeah. You really wanted to cement your job for life. You're like, <laughs> I just got to get in the family, and I don't want to be siphoned off by a newbie. Yeah, that's what's my card. Um, you married her. Okay. And your age, older, younger? Uh, she's older than me. Okay. I love that. I love a man who dates an older woman. I really do. I'm so sick of that other way around. I love it. Good for you. Yeah, she's six, six years older than me. Sixty? No. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a fetish. Yeah. Okay. Six. Six, six years older than me. Yeah. Okay, I love it. Okay, so you married her, and now you're all on set together. Does yep. it turn into like a like a bad Italian soap opera with fighting and screaming? Like, because I know Italians, um, they let it out, right? There's no American culture. We're all about everything's fine, and then it's a little more passive aggressive. But Italians, there is no passive aggressive. It's just aggressive. Is that that way on set too? A lot of screaming and yelling. Uh, it could happen. Yeah. It could happen, but it's not that usual. I okay. mean, it's not that usual, no. Okay, so it's no. not, okay. We try to keep our emotional part low. Have you ever had, like, a fight at home and then had to go to work together and be professional all day long? Well, luckily, we don't work a lot together. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to, to deal with that a lot. But no, we work well together. It's okay, fine. good. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Everything is all hunky-dory with the both of you. It's like well-adjusted and healthy and functional. You're making me feel like shit. Well, I have <laughs> um, to say, she was telling, yeah, she, she's acting, rapping. Rapping, the rapping thing threw I me mean, for a loop. It's so hard for me to, to just wake up and get dressed and, and get, bring my kids to school. Well, you're Italian. You guys take August <laughs> off. You take a whole month off in August, right? I remember one yeah. time, it's like you want to do, you can't do anything uh, in Italy for six weeks in the summer. They're yeah. like, no, it's August. I'm like, yeah, I fucking know. Did the planet end? Like, it, yeah. everyone's done. Yeah, you're right. And then you worry about the economy not being in good shape. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. Like, I mean, for us, the American, I mean, the working thing. Yeah, the working is, thing. Is, yeah. is, that weird working is thing. It's just we do. inconceivable. Like, yeah. you work too much. <laughs> well, I think Americans work too much. I think that um, I'm a freelancer. You know what I mean? Uh, so I do, I like to travel. I'm not your average American, but you talk to the average working American, they take two weeks off a year. That's it. Yeah, and I, they plan a trip two years in advance, and it's usually to some all-inclusive resort in Cabo. You know what I mean? And that's it. The rest of their life, it's it's tour, and then they're dead, and it's over. And then you see people in Europe or every a lot of other places taking trips, taking vacations because life is fucking short. You know what I mean? I think LA's probably different. Maybe Hollywood's definitely different, but um, it's sad. This two weeks off a year. Italians don't do that. No, we don't. You take two weeks of work a year. Exactly. And the rest yeah. is... <laughs> exactly. But even on a daily basis, the difference is amazing. I mean, we spent like an hour and a half having lunch. Really? Yeah. A leisurely or, lunch. Uh, yeah. I mean, I saw when I, I Americans look at me like, are you still eating lunch? I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, we love that. But when you were in, now you did the, the Popes. Which one is your Pope one? Uh, I mean, we... What's it called? Because the other one's called the two popes. The young pope. The young pope. The young pope is the Jude Law and his Speedo. Yeah. And the new one is the new pope. The second season is called the new oh, pope. Oh, the new pope. Okay, with Malkovich. With Malkovich and Jude Law. They're both in it. Yeah. And how are you running a set? 
does it feel different? Or the the other American actors, the English actors, feeling like the sets run differently by an Italian first AD with Paolo as it is to other sets they've been on? Okay, I have to say, uh, on the first series, I was a second AD, so I was working with actors a okay. lot. Not mainly on set, but uh, like camp, base camper. Right. And um, I don't know how they perceived it, but I mean, Paolo runs a quite, quite a tight, um, I mean... Uh, team okay it's very efficient it's very uh, like he's working hard yeah. and everybody's working hard everyone is very focused everyone is very precise so uh, it's not like a lazy yeah. Italian stereotype thing right, it's very right. so I found that the, um, on the actress side like Jude Law is a is a, a an incredible professional yeah okay like, uh, and nice guy yeah so we get along well and I don't think they perceived a lot of differences Okay, so it's a tight set. That's nice. Yeah, it's a very tight set. Paolo is very focused. Well, he's also very respected, you know? I mean, that's, yeah. it's that, that helps, right, when yep. you're working with someone who is well-respected. Okay, and so what, when, you get, um, when you get the job, let's say, right, with this first, you get the script first, yeah. and then you, you break it down. Yeah. Talk, talk me through the process from when, like, the project's conceived to when you're suddenly yeah. on set. Okay, so basically, you, uh, first thing to say is that you're not a... You're not a, a you're not a director babysitter. You, I mean, you're not you're not depending only on the director. You're main, you're basically the um, uh, junction between the director and the production. So you have to respond to both of them. Right. You have to respond to executive producer and you have to respond to the director. So that's right. nightmare enough. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, yeah. also okay. that the two popes or the sorry Pope two whatever whatever yours is called. Yeah. Was that for HBO? Yeah. So you're dealing with HBO network execs and... and uh, not too much because they were co-producing it and there was a European group of okay. producers also. Okay. And since it was shot mainly in Europe, okay. there were most of the European side that was involved right. in terms right. of being on set. Okay. And yeah, so you basically got the script and uh, you have to break it down. You have to uh, break it down into scenes yeah. like and, and put all the details that are uh, in, in, in every scene so that everyone knows what they have to do about... So you really have to break down everything. Like, yeah. these are the props, this is the set, exactly. these are the costumes, this is yeah. the makeup, this is the... Exactly. Oh, boy. And then you have to put down a schedule. I mean, you have to say, we're doing this, this day, there, at this hour. And you have to estimate how long that shit's going to take. And how long it's going to take, yeah. yeah. Okay. And, yeah, it's a... Yeah. Does Paolo have um, uh, elaborate uh, makeup? Because some directors... I just saw that movie, which I loved, The Favorite. You guys see The Favorite? No. Yeah. You know which one I'm talking about, right? No, I don't. Yorgis with, with Olivia Coleman and Rachel Weiss. Yeah, right. right. No, the, I haven't yeah, seen the period. that yet. It's so good. But he doesn't do makeup. Or, and it's natural lighting. So the actors were saying how what a joy it was. I guess he does a little makeup, but that you're not dealing with light. You don't have to wait for the light. You just go and act, and you have all the time to act. But what's Paolo like? It looks very lush. His stuff looks very lush and luxe. So I'm sure it's very specific, right? He's kind of anal about the lighting. And yes, yeah, anal. I don't mean that in a bad way. I <laughs> yeah, mean I that understand. in a very professional way. But he way. is, you're right. Uh, he's very, yeah, visual, articulate, visual. Cinematic, yeah. yeah. So there's a lot. But he's very fast. I mean, it, you would be amazed. He knows his shit. Yeah, he shoots f with three or four cameras all the time. Oh, and wow. Very elaborate stuff with elaborate lightning, but nobody waits. Nobody ever waits. Nobody waits on Paolo's sets. We shoot all the time. That's amazing. Yeah. And how, much, how many takes does he give the actors? And are there actors that are like, can I get another take? And Paolo's like, shut the fuck up. We're moving on. He's very respectful. 
Uh, but uh, <laughs> he says that in silencio. We're moving on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's very respectful, but he's not. Yeah, he doesn't cater to the actors. Going, can I have two more? Takes? He trusts. He trusts his actors a lot. Okay. Well, he, that's why he he chooses good actors and actresses. Yeah. And that's why he doesn't work with them a lot on set. Okay. I mean, he trusts them a lot. That's why he's so involved into the visual and uh, right. I mean camera stuff. Yeah. And obviously, he tells them what he wants to, but he trusts them a lot. So, so you not don't too do much ma- talking to the actors. No. Okay. Okay. Once there was an actress that asked uh, him uh, uh, because he was saying we're going very fast, and he was sa- she was <laughs> saying, I mean, if I have doubts, can we talk? And he said, Don't be uh, misled by the fact that I'm doing author movies. I'm I'm shooting like a TV series, like a sitcom. I'm shooting <laughs> very fast, so there's not a lot of room for doubts. Okay. I mean, I know what I was I want you. You know what you, you have to do. You gave me what I need. And, and, and that's it. And it's like this. I mean, it's I can find that intimidating. It. Abby, do you like a director that you can talk to a lot? Or you don't mind a director who's like, we have it, let's keep going? Yeah, either way. I'm easy going. Yeah? Yeah. I, 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 do, I do love an environment where everyone's really confident and trust each other and it's just moving. Yeah. I think there's that I mean that's probably my preferred, but also too if a director wants to sit and have a chat and talk about I'm totally open to that as well. But yeah, there's something about that momentum I think and when you get a um a, a group of people together that are really good at what they do and you just let everyone do their jobs, it's awesome. Yeah. It's just It's the so best interesting feeling. because you have directors like um Clint Eastwood, who will give one take sometimes, like literally one take. And then you have David Fincher, a friend of mine did, she did a hundred takes of the same scene. A hundred. I mean, some, like something outrageous. Now I'm wondering, did, did he probably not get it in take three? Do you know what I mean? Like, but they both are accomplished filmmakers, but I just am curious to say, I mean, I think that if an actor really wants another take, maybe he'd give it to them. Like sure. if he's begging. But maybe the actor's like, he knows his shit. We should just shut up. Imagine and asking Fincher for another take. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're like, on take 104, you're like, David. And he's like, no. And I'm like, dude, you just made me do 103. Yeah. You won't give me 104? No. I wonder if anyone ever has. I'm sure they have. Can yeah. you? Because I think by 104 takes, you're so in your head. It's delusional. Yeah. yeah, yeah you're I mean, like, it's like you're, yeah. you're, st- you're high. You're high. You're like, just want to keep doing it. Like some weird vortex. Um, but I think she was right. I mean, if you feel that th- there's a momentum, I mean, nobody asks for anything. I mean, you just go, mm-hmm. and and the actor is is confident that, that yeah, and and Paolo loves them so and trusts them so much that they it's rare that they ask for other things. They feel he's happy with it, so everyone's happy with That's it. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, sometimes, sometimes is someone vibrating. Is that me? It's probably me. No, you're both on airplane yeah, mode. I'm the I one vibrating. It's my it's, bad. I think it's you. It might, it's all the way over. There might be my vibrator battery act. So. <laughs> We're set people. We know, we know how to keep our phones still. <laughs> but um, everything just feels very harmonious. It's very different from what I anticipated. Because you hear about a lot of drama on set. You hear about Christian Bale yelling at the lighting guy for not, you know, which I understand because if someone's in the zone. But if there is a fight on set or there's some sort of tension, which I guess you've only worked with Paolo, if you work with other people. No, 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 no. A you've lot worked of with other directors. Yeah, yeah. Um, are you the guy who has to come being like a therapist and calm everybody down? Do you function as that sometimes? It could be, yeah. Yeah, it happened. It could be. Like a lot of fragile egos, no? Yeah. I mean, you seem like you don't have a fragile ego, but you're perfect. 
So I don't know, but I'm saying a lot of actors have a lot of fragile egos. And and the bigger, the fragile. So, I mean, there's huge egos. Well, men too. Men have very fragile egos. Women are perfect too. That's what I wanted to say. I include myself in that category. No, women can be bitchy, whatever. We're We're all human. But I find that with male actors, and I love all of you, and I'm available, um, <laughs> male actors especially are v- more vain and narcissistic than you know than the average dude. So you've had to deal with some of that on set? Uh, yeah. And in the end, it's not like you have to, but in the end, everyone looks at you. So you will, in the end, you have to. What do you mean you have it's to? Not, I mean, it's not part of your job. It's not part of my job to take right. care of your ego. Yes. Or, Give me an in, example. Can you tell yeah, me an exa- a story from set? Some set uh, drama? Yeah. Uh, I mean, the worst, maybe one of the worst day we have about egos, it was like we had to shoot a scene in a, in a small movie, a beautiful but small movie, and we have two quite big, big actresses. Big Italian actresses. Big, yeah. yeah. And uh, I got a call for the second ID. I was already on set, uh, and he told me that one of the two has left her hotel in the morning and they can find their stuff and she didn't show up in the... Oh, shit. She just like, I'm out. She just... Yeah. Okay. So, luckily enough, (laughs) he had uh, the focus puller who was on his motorbike on set... Focus puller just for the... Is uh, is, uh, the one that does the focus on the camera. On the camera. You need a specific guy just to pull focus? uh, Yeah, definitely. Okay. He's one of the hardest. He's very hard. He can... can I mean, he can. You need a guy up, with like, good eyesight. Actors work. Yeah. yeah if you have if you, miss it, if you miss it, it's 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 a. You bad. really screw everybody over. Yeah. 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 But so <laughs> this guy also find the actress on the street. She was walking. He with found her. her on the street. Yeah, she was walking, crying. I don't know. She had oh, personal things. Yeah, on. yeah. Boyfriend she was issues. walking, crying with luggage on in their hands. <laughs> this is very walking r- down the street in the countryside in Italy. <laughs> so she, he, he 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 took her, put her on the motorbike, and brought her to set. <laughs> it's like a Fellini film, yeah, isn't so it? I mean, was we were, she wearing like a bonnet? And yeah. then they told me everything is fine with her. So. And we were waiting for the other one because the scene with, was with the two of them. Right. And the second one had a fight over the phone with the boyfriend <laughs> and, 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 and gets up with a fist. I don't know what's punch? the English. Punch a glass Holy and cut fuck. her arm all the way through the, the elbow. So they told me, apparently there's another problem. So we brought the other one to the hospital. You got the crying one with the suitcases on set, but you got the, the shattered <laughs> glass arm puncher in the hospital. Exactly. And the other <laughs> one on set. And then, yeah, so at a certain point, I know it's not my job, but at a certain point, everybody looks at me and says, so what else do we do? What, what's happening? What's, what's happening? Right, now what right. do we do? Because nobody, has, nobody wants to say, what do we do? So in the end, it's you. So if you have an option, if you have a, a card in your... Right. Leaves, yeah, yes. then you can use it. Otherwise, I mean, you're, you're fucked wow. just like everybody else. But <laughs> We are, actors in general, just generally fucked up people, right? <laughs> I mean, more than usual. All the, a lot of issue, unresolved issues and what are you going to do? Artists, musicians, right? I mean, creatives. But you have to say, all the technicians in, in the end... They all love actors. Yeah, they, they do. All love the, what, yeah. the crew, you mean? The, the below crew, the they line? All, yeah, okay. they all love them. They I all love actors. I feel bad saying below the line. Below the line, But yes. it's, are you below or above? Are you I'm, on the line? I am below the line. You're below the line? I'm not to an... To me, ar- you're above the line. See, I used a new line. I didn't say, I didn't say, <laughs> I want to sop you up with a biscuit. I said, you're above the line for me, sweetheart. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> First time above the line in my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> any other festive stories? That, that was just more dramatic than I could have anticipated. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so that dramatic. It it never happened, but yeah, it happens all the time. And and it's not only actors. I mean, I've been lucky enough to work with actors and actresses that 
I never had a big problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had more problems with, I mean, locations or right, or right. Rain. Just general I mean, rain shit. is the is the nightmare of all first ADs that we wake up at nine and is it going to rain? Right. Right, you gotta shoot in places that don't like the desert all the time, right? And then you don't have to deal with that shit. Yeah. Um, what do you do when it rains? Are you screwed on that day of production? I mean, one of the things we're supposed to know as first AD is uh, alternatives. I mean, yeah, uh, if it's raining on that day, we're gonna shoot somewhere right, else. Right, A to B. S- sometimes you don't have that option, so if it rains, you just wait. Or you lose the day. I mean, yeah, losing the day is not nightmare. fun. It's it a is a nightmare. It's not fun. Yeah. How are you liking living in LA as an Italian? Do you feel like a foreigner? Yeah. And you feel what's the difference with American culture uh, and American interacting with like other parents in the schools and friends? Like, how is it different than Italians? It's a lot different, but I like it. I have to say, uh, it's a lot different because there's two. There's a, there's a strange things about uh, the um, social part yes. of life. Yeah, that's here what I was curious about. That, so talk to me about that. That's very different because it's much more easier to get in contact with people here. Than is it? it is. Yeah, like I was bringing my kid to skateboard lesson each Saturday morning, and I was by myself because my wife was still in Italy, and there wasn't a day in which someone else come close to me and say. Hi, man, how you doing? What you doing right, here? Right. Uh, that's my job. They give me card. Uh, that, I mean, nice. it's so easy. I, I yeah. talk to a lot of people. They're very open, and open, I love it. Open, that's what it is, right. I loved it. Yeah. On the other hand, I have to say, I think it's a bit difficult to get Close. Beyond, beyond that line, yes. Yes. beyond yeah. that very yes. easy yeah. social yes. line. It's, it's very difficult. In a town like this, it's, it, it seems to me, maybe I'm wrong, that you have to plan a lot of things. Otherwise, you don't just meet people. Right. Well, you're not running into people on the streets. Yeah. Right. That's a, ma- a major difference. Uh, I mean, right. if I have friends in Rome, we just call uh, and we meet in five minutes. Five minutes. Nobody plans. Well, you're, you know, yeah. Nobody plans Living anything. life and smoking. I, it, would be, it would be strange for me to say in a month we're going to have dinner. It's they- very odd. Well, I don't do that too. <laughs> I'm kind of a hippie in that regard. And I think that, you know, I've traveled a lot around the world and I've encountered lots of cultures. One thing I found about Europeans, and I'm generalizing the Germans I put in a whole other category, <laughs> but... um. Like Mediterranean people, uh, they won't talk to you. They won't engage in small talk with strangers. But if you're in, then you're in like family. Exactly. And you can come over and you you pass that boundary. You skip ahead to like a different level. But to get there, I, I sat at a dinner party once with a bunch of French people and nobody spoke to me the whole dinner party. They and can I, be very rude. But it, but they didn't care. I was eating my food, you know what I mean? And and they were all talking amongst themselves. And in America, that wouldn't happen. Even if it's fake, even if it's like, I don't really give a shit what you do, I'm going to ask you what you do, and at least you don't feel like a complete moron. But then again, as Americans, we have bigger boundaries. You know what I mean? So I think it's to get in there and get past the initial thing, like you're saying. But I don't know what I prefer. I mean, it's nicer to meet new people. You just have to make more of an effort, I guess. Yeah. Or just hang out with other Italians while you're here. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we have some Italians, but I like, I mean, I've, uh, I met people I like. We just, I mean, I have two kids. I don't go out at every night. Right, you're not partying. So right. I'm not partying. Uh, but yeah, I suppose, uh, I suppose it will be difficult, more difficult for me than in Italy to have a um, like a full social life here, like meeting right. people every day. I think it just takes time, but once I, you do yeah. it, right? Have yeah. you found that, Abby? Did you find different from Oz when you came out? Do you remember what it was like initially or no? Yeah, yeah, I I, I totally agree with everything that you just said. Um, it's, you know, it, it you meet people and you have 
contacts, but but to go past that to get to a place where it feels comfortable and you feel at home and you feel like you've got right. these these sort of like you know this interde- interdependent sort of working yeah. community yeah yeah um, sur- surrounding you is is a you know that takes it takes a lot of like effort and time and care and and also too I mean everyone sort of gets locked into their schedules and their programs and like, even just recently um I'm staying home for the holidays and home meaning here Los Angeles I'm not going back to Australia right. I'm not you say Los Angeles Los Angeles Los Angeles do I, am I saying it weird? I well, never, no, no I thought that as Americans say Los Angeles, but I thought Australians would say Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Oh, Los Angeles. I don't know. Uh, now it just sounds weird oh, in yeah. both ways. <laughs> Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and so, I, and I didn't make any plans because I, I worked all year. Right. You're and, tired. No, I actually got way too much energy. Oh. But you know why? Because I worked, I worked most of the year, and then I went to India for a month. Ooh, I love oh. India. Right, and did a little like mind, body, soul reset. Rishikesh? Do you go to Rishikesh? I went to, I no, I went Puna? down to Kerala. Oh, to Kerala into a, into a little place um, outside of Vikram. Okay. Uh, to, I went to an Ayurvedic clinic. It was awesome. oh, I love it. It was super cool, and it was something I'd never done before. And I just, I just you went on like your own, a, yeah. Yes, yeah, were you I'm, going through a breakup or something? No, I it was just like an eat, to, pray, love situation. No, nah, just for fun. Okay. I just wanted to reset. I just felt like I felt like I'd been running, like yeah, I, and and working a lot and traveling a lot, and I hear you. and sort of and also too, I was like eating and drinking a lot, and like my <laughs> whole body was kind of like I need to just press press right. the reset button, mm-hmm. and I wanted to do that in a place where I knew it would be like the, the best situation for that. Was it a high end Ayurvedic? No, like no, no, no. This was like bare bones. Love it. Tiny little place. Okay. Um, only about 10, 10, you know, rooms. And so, and my room was literally you walk in, there's just a bed, a very small desk, and a chair, and a bathroom. How and was the without, food? The food was it was all cooked vegan food. So oh, even nice. for brekkie, it was cooked vegan food. Okay. So the food was good. Um, it's it it wasn't amazing. Food. You didn't get sick though. I got deathly ill in India many. Well, I also yeah. ate liver on the street. Well, you know, I'm one of those people in New yeah. Delhi, roaming the streets, going, "This looks good." It's literally street food, like liver, yeah. with mashed potatoes, and then cut to you're like getting margaritas with ice and stuff. Yeah, just, yeah. Right. <laughs> just drinking water from the tap, <laughs> fecal yeah. matter from the you know the cow next door. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but okay, so you did that. So you reset, and we were t- okay. So yeah, go anyway, on. Anyway, sorry, we got sidetracked. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got sidetracked. India gets you every time. Anyway, it does. so so I got back from India, went to Marrakesh for a week, which was really fun too, and just got back. And I realized just just yesterday, yesterday morning, I woke up and I woke up with this little anxiety because I realized I had made no plans for Christmas or New Year's, and so my calendar <laughs> after Friday this week, when offices close, is empty forever. Like <laughs> forever, because all my jobs next year they're not set yet, right? You're so eternally I open, locked. and I panicked. I felt this like real oh, that's panic, funny. and I'm sitting there and I'm like, hey, "What am I going to do about this?" You know, and I actually, luckily enough, did have a therapy session oh, that good, morning. I'm like, good. "This is handy." Gotta talk. <laughs> I'm like, "I'm really worried. I have nothing in my calendar forever." And um, anyway, so she was like, "You know, why don't you reach? Just reach out." And I was like, "Oh, duh, that's so obvious, right?" So right. I got out of that, and I just sent a bus- bunch of messages, and I felt like such a kid because I was I know, like, like hey, "Is hey, anyone accept uh, me for the party?" I'm like, yeah. "Hey, um, what's happening? If there's anything fun happening over the holidays, <laughs> can you let me know?" And like, "What? What's up for Christmas?" I'm that's feeling so like a little bit of an orphan. I would just write, "I'm alone and desperate. <laughs> yeah. Help me," yeah. and then people will respond. <laughs> the anxiety is yeah, rising. Exactly. Anyway, so I sent out to all my closest friends um 
this this is a really innocent <laughs> little message that I had to muster up from yep. deep inside me. And then within half a day, I had you know I'm I got plans for Christmas. Oh, I got good plans for, you. for the day before. Can I, I got, join? Because I don't have yeah, anything going 100%. on. Can I text you 100%. later? <laughs> yeah, and I felt so much better. But I realized that that's so quintessentially Los Angeles. It's that you really have to make the effort to be like, hi, I'm here. Yeah. yeah. What what's up? Or hey, do you want to hang? Like you've got to reach out. You gotta You gotta be proactive. You gotta it's be not open. gonna run into you. Yeah, you've got to be open. Right. You've got to be a little bit like you gotta know who your friends are and who your friends aren't. Well, you also have to know the and spectrum of friends, because friends are on a spectrum, right? You have your social buddies, you have your people in a bind. I have people I don't see forever, but I talk to them when I have a problem. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. You know sure, what I mean? I don't, sure. I don't socialize with them at all, but if I need to talk to somebody or I, I really need them, I'm getting an abortion this week, I'm calling them. Yeah, no. They're I, coming with me to the abortion. Yeah, yeah. No offense to all the non-abortion, <laughs> anti-abortion people. I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I other people are like, let's go grab a drink, but if I'm getting an abortion, they're like, I'm busy today, I have Pilates. You know what I mean? So I know they're, those guys are not coming with me. Yeah, they're not good for the abortion situations. I keep saying abortion for some reason. That's all right. I stop you, saying you, that. You seem, you seem to be uh, getting a laugh out of it. <laughs> It's like a trigger word. It's like abortion. You're just sucking it. You just can't get out. You're like, abortion, abortion. That and syphilis. I see all these. You see those billboards for syphilis all over the fucking city? Well, yeah, especially yeah. in Silver Lake. Syphilis can kill your baby. It can kill your baby. It also says yeah. It also says syphilis burns. So I guess they're just letting you know just in case you feel that burn. It's like syphilis burns. It's like a big thing of flames, like a volcano. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Really and then there's the an ad for Tinder right after. Yeah, right, exactly. Like, Tinder and like, syphilis. Ah. I just discovered this is this is a fascinating tidbit of information for me. You always hear about old age homes, how there's a lot of STDs amongst the um, amongst the older people in old age homes. There's a huge percentage of STDs, and I, I thought there was because they everybody was fucking everybody because they're all <laughs> horny old people. There's nothing to do all day, but someone had said to me no because they're bringing in prostitutes. The dudes what? are bringing in prostitutes, no. and then they're spreading it. To the innocent old ladies who were playing canasta. Anyway, I just wanted to share that with you. This was a new, I didn't Something realize to look forward that. To. Yeah, exactly. Do you want to be put in an old age home or do you want to burden your children with your care? Jacobo, you first. I, I, no, I have to say about syphilis. Yes, please. It's, let's keep Have you let's had talk it? about syphilis. It no, doesn't burn. I have to say one thing. It's very strange for us because. It's not a thing in, in Italy. No one has syphilis in Italy. I mean, there's no... It, it, it belongs to the old times. Like polio. Yeah, yeah right. like polio. Yeah. It's like you don't see... Uh, billboards, Billboards right. with syphilis. Yeah, it's, it is odd. It does feel like... It's like the bubonic plague. Watch out. You know, <laughs> exactly. use gloves. And they're like, what? Yeah, no, you're right. You guys are forward in a lot of ways and also still in the 1800s in a lot of ways, Definitely right? That's right. what the, the irony right. of Italy. You think about the Roman Empire, and you're like, what happened? At least they still make good gnocchi, right? At least they export some good food goods and some Brunello. Brunello's my favorite wine, oh my by gosh, the way. How good's Brunello? Um, do you like Brunello? Good Brunello? Oh, yeah. It's the best wine ever. Yeah, I can live on that are, shit. Yeah, Italian reds Because my one, I have to say, being in, in Los Angeles on, a social, on the social part, right. being Italian, yes. it's not bad. <laughs> Why? Because you, uh, everybody there's trusts a kind you? Of, the, yeah, there's a kind of, um, of a, like a trust. I don't know where it comes from. A trust that we can do Good things, good foods. <laughs> yeah, we can do good yeah. things in life, like good heart, good yes. food. And good, so there's a trust. Right. I mean, it would be different if I came from another place, I'm sure. Right, right. Well, you're respected. Is, yeah. is Italy as classes, and tell me if Australia's like this too, but 
I just came back from London. And, you know, England is such a classist society just based on your dialect, right? The way you speak, people will look at you differently if you're from Manchester or you're from this working class, blah, blah, blah. And when you come here, nobody cares. Like, everybody's kind of on equal footing. Or you're cool. If you're from Europe, you're from cool. So in Italy, do they have that, too? If you're Roman or you're from north, are you snootier than the people from the south? Does that exist still there? It exists a bit. But I think it's kind of a... I mean, the, it's a cliche, but the, the, the real difference here uh, in, compared to Europe is that uh, here, the class, obviously class exists all over the world. Uh, there's yeah. no place yeah, where yeah, everyone yeah. is... Sure. But here, the, the class is economically based. It's, it's an economic thing. You're rich, you're poor. While in Europe, there's a cultural thing in it. F- who, who are your parents? Uh, where were you born? Uh, right. no, here nobody cares you can come from wherever you want yeah. either you make money or not it's it's then you can be whoever you want in europe there's this uh past thing yeah i there's feel like this, in london if where you're you like, belong yeah. Where, yeah. where you were born who right. are your parents right if you belong to nobility or to uh, i mean yeah the, the, here you don't feel it at all yeah well here anybody can make people respect yeah, the underdog actually, and if yeah. you're doing well coming from nothing people love that story but i feel like i don't know if in italy but i feel like in the uk right if you're Coming from that, and you're, you didn't go to Eton or whatever those schools are. You're, you know what I mean? You're not yeah. going to be prime minister. That's I what mean, I feel like. Here they ask you what you do. Everybody asks you what you do. Right, not in where Italy, you're from or what you're Yeah, right. exactly. Your Nobody asks you what you do. In Italy, it's kind of, yeah, they ask you, but it's not the point. So if I went on a first date in Italy, would someone be like, are you from nobility? Would that be like <laughs> one of the, like the icebreakers? Like, what's your lineage? That's a, that's Show me bit, your papers. <laughs> that's a bit too far, but yeah. The, okay, the, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so what's the what's the uh, so Rome is the pinnacle or is it like Venice? Like is Rome and Venice in the same class? Like what's the? Uh, I mean, Rome is in a what's very the upper bad, crust. Rome is in a very bad shape. Oh, it is. Yeah, oh, okay. it's in a very bad shape since uh, decades, but now it's very bad. We have a, a huge trash collecting trash problem. Okay. Uh, it's oh, a, this is a city. I just meant like as lineage where you're from. It's not even about that. It's where your family like. I mean, Rome is not a good place to, to be... From? In, yeah. Okay. In, in Italy... It's like it's syphilis. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Milan. Milan would oh, be a Milan, good place. Oh, Milan, right. Milan people are snooty. I remember. I've been in Milan. Good suits, though. Yeah, really well-tailored suits. I thought everybody yeah. was gay. But they were straight, but in good suit. You know what I mean? Like, everything was tapered. The ties were pink and, and fashion, blue and, yeah, yeah. and floral. But super straight. And yeah. a lot of hair gel. Still, like, a lot. A lot of product. <laughs> a lot yeah. of product. Um, Milan. Okay, I'll stick to Milan. That seems to be the uh, STD-free stick zone. To Milan. Is that um, your Italian, Italian lineage, if anyone asks? Exactly. Yeah. I'm just going to be Milanese, Milan. right? Yeah. Milanese. Yeah. Yo sono Milanese. Did yeah. I do that right? Exactly, you're right. Vaffanculo. Yeah. Yo sono Milanese, <laughs> fucknut. Yeah. That's a good lie to start a date with. <laughs> Tinder. Um, and yeah. in Australia, is it all like more like working class is the, is the thing yeah, is respected? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't even ask where you're from. No one really cares. Yeah, you're like I'm from what's yeah. that place? Uh, uh, not Uba Booba. It's uh, it's a big Aboriginal name. Uh, not Wagga. near Canberra, but it's. I feel like it's near you Melbourne. Mean like Wagga Wagga. Or? I, don't I know mean, there's Wagga, Wagga. There's a lot of the Wagga. Yeah. A lot of the repetitive. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Wagga Wagga Bora yeah. Bora. Mullumbimbi. <laughs> um, Maybe. I don't know. There's heaps. I just. Uh, I had an Australian photographer on, Ben Baker. He grew up in a town that that name was 
It's killing yeah. me. Uh, Wurungong. Um, Maybe. Uh, Wollongong. I got um, it wrong in the podcast, too, so I don't feel like I've improved. All right, let, let me. Uh, I'll, That's I'll just, okay. I mean, there's like a thousand, but I'm just going for ones <laughs> near me. I don't know yeah. why. I, I'm like, he lives. That's so Australian, too. Oh, he just, he's near me, right? Like, yeah. you know. It's oh, 17 yeah. hours away, but it's considered yeah. near it's you. It's like every, everything's three degrees there. And is weirdly it? enough, it, it kind of is. It really like, is. Yeah, you're all you, related deep down. Yeah. And, but, you know, the population there, I think right now, is around 22 million. That's not that many people. Well, because it's a huge country. It's, it's like giant. Canada, right? It's the same. I mean, we're 50, we're 60 million. I know. And, and we're Italy as big as, I mean, I think your region. Yeah. I mean, like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, no, yeah, because most nuts. of the inner country is not, airs rock. That whole, that's not populated, right? Well, it's populated by indigenous Australian, okay. Australians. And, okay. some, and also some also some white people too. But obviously it's a hard place to live. Yeah. It doesn't sound like yeah. it's lush. And but there's lots of stuff in between. Like okay. Darwin. Where you're driving. Where's Darwin? Darwin. Darwin's right down there. I don't really, I've never been to Darwin. so I've never been to Darwin. Like I've never been. There's, do you know what? There's a lot of places I haven't been in Australia because as soon as I finished school, I left. You left. You're I traveled like, through yeah. Europe, actually. I, I spent Backpack a, through Europe? Yeah, I spent a year traveling through Europe. That's where. I, that's when I fell in love with Italian red wine. My 18th birthday, I was drinking <laughs> Italian red on a, on a mountain by myself. I love this. Yeah. I'm in love with you secretly and openly. I stayed in Montalcino for a while. I love, just, well, that's it. Brunello did Montalcino. Oh, and that's me. where yeah. you learn Brunello. It, yeah, ruined I me. went. You go into the wine store, because here they overprice. I guess that's how restaurants make their bank, right? But when I went to Montalcino, I went and there's like the store. They had 17 kinds of Brunello. Here you have one on the menu and it's 20 bucks a glass and it's $1,000 for the bottle. But there I j- drank like a fish. The guy was like, you Americans. I'm like, I like, isn't this like Sizzler? It's like Sizzler. I'd like another tasting. And I just, can they have the spouts there? I just spouted for three hours. By the end of it, they had to wheel me out. Like, Get this fucking American out of there. I'm like, where's the McDonald's? And I said that as a joke, but they didn't think, they thought I was being serious. Anyway. Um, have you had good Italian food here in, in LA or does your wife cook or do you cook? I I am a terrible cook. I can't cook. My kids always complain when I have to. When it's my turn to cook. Yeah, you make good eggs at least. Men always say I can make I, an omelet. I can, I can survive. I mean, yeah. they can survive. They right. never got sick from my food. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. they're not happy with it. They're, they're not they, happy with it. But your no. wife cook? Yeah, she does. Is it is it is it um expected of an Italian wife to cook even if she's a career woman? Not anymore. Okay. Not anymore. Okay, good. I mean, she's she comes from a family of uh, her mother. He's a cook, uh, like a professional cook. Oh, a chef? A chef. Wait, yeah. is she from nobility? Your wife? Not at all. Not <laughs> oh, at all. Then I don't know if I want her on. I might have Not to reconsider. At all. Okay. But they are, she's a professional cook, and her sister is a very good cook. Okay. So she's kind of the black sheep in the she's family. She's right, right. But, so in a, at a certain level, yes, you're kind of expected to, to be able to cook. Yeah, we come from a family like that. Yeah, Do you have to make fresh pasta? Can you buy? No, no, we buy. Barilla. We buy. <laughs> we can what buy. am I supposed to buy at the supermarket? What brand? Can I, I say it? Yeah. yeah. Is Garofalo. Garofalo, like Janine Garofalo, who was on my podcast. I mean, there's a, there's a Garofalo pasta, which is, which is good. Where can I get that? At Italy? I get it. I, I mean, you can find it at Costco. Really? Yeah. I okay. Fi- I find it at Costco. Info. And yeah. it's good. And, it's and what Garofalo's we, good. Okay. Garofalo, I ate it. You don't I, like Barilla. I keep saying Barilla. I'm not sponsored by Barilla, but you don't like that as much. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. I like to buy the fresh pasta. You know what I mean? I like that too. And then I don't cook it in time and it turns hard and crusty and it's terrible and I eat it anyway. <laughs> um, I also make my kids mac and cheese from the box where the yep. cheese is powdered like astronaut food and I love it. Do you cook? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love to cook. Um, I actually released a cookbook at the start of the year. What wow. the fuck, I, I told you a lot of things. Do you rap, is there an audio I, rap to I accompany <laughs> the recipes? I That's mean, actually come not on. a bad, I, bad yeah, idea. Yeah, right. It's like put the tea in the bucket, flour yeah. it out. <clears throat> we got to open up the audience with that. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> I can't beatbox. So watch out. <laughs> um, yeah, so March, April, we released a book called cookbook called Peskin. And Peskin? Peskin, so P-E-S-C-A-N. And the the idea is that it's pescatarian meets vegan. Okay. So the book so is it's another it's, term I have to learn now. Well, yeah, we coined it. Okay. So you can you can repeat Hashtag it. You can peskin. repeat it. You can repeat. Oh, I'm repeating it ninety yeah. times now. Yeah. So tell me about this peskin cuisine for the peskin cookbook. So little backstory on the cookbook is um, my best friend Jacqueline. I've known for fourteen years. She's she's. LA girl, born and raised. Cali girl, okay. Yeah. So I actually met her. I met her through when I moved here. My boyfriend was friends with her boyfriend. Filipino so, guy. Yeah. Okay. And so and so she ended up marrying hers. So that's cool. They now have a kid and stuff. <laughs> Did anyway. Filipino marry again? No, he didn't. Okay. No. Nah. You broke his heart. He's over it. Huh. Yeah. Never we'll, commit we'll, again. We'll let that be the story. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so yeah. So my friend, so Jackie's a chef um, and a really amazing cook. She's like a, like more of a home chef. She does events and things like this. Oh, I like that. Yeah. She doesn't like work in a restaurant or okay. anything yet. Um, and also focused on having the family and all that sort right. of stuff. Anyway, short story is when I turned 30, I asked her to teach me how to cook. So we were doing all these uh, cooking lessons out of her house, out of my okay. house. We'd go to the markets on Sunday. We'd get all the food, cook oh, it, friends it. and family. We'd put on like all the events. I'd be her sous chef, blah, blah, blah. And then after a few years, I was like, this is so cool what we're doing together. We should do something with this outside of right. this. Right. And she's like, I've always wanted to write a book. So cut to we're making a book. Um, we get the book deal. And, and we, over a couple of years, we, we write and create this entire book. So we released it in March and April. You can buy it on Amazon and it's also in some bookstores, but now Amazon's the easiest way. And yeah. yeah and, and I think it's on special and stuff right now. Anyway, I like so, a good fish. Yeah. And there's, and I mean, it's just a nice way to cook and eat. And here's the thing. We've served this food to so many people without telling them. That it's that it's like dairy free skin because we still have eggs, we still have seafood, but we don't have dairy. So it's like know? a flexitarian. Um, I don't, it's peskin. I'm sorry, sorry, it's peskin. It's, I don't want to over uh, drill it in, drill it in, <laughs> lock it in, Eddie. That's what we say in Australia, lock it in, Eddie. Um, so so yeah, so 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 peskin, it's peskin, yeah. So you're you're peskin if you yeah, eat peskin like that. just means like you're being pesky. You know what I mean? Like it's <laughs> stop being a pet, like stop pisking around. You know yeah. what I mean? So I don't know if it's, I got to maybe come up with a catchier term for you. I'll think well, about it. Well, pescatarian's taken and yeah, vegan, and vegan, vegan scary for people who aren't vegan. I'm terrified. I'm yeah. a carnivore. I like me a good slab of beef. Yeah. Um, but I do eat sushi like 16 times a week. You gotta be careful with that mercury. You know. That, I know. Right? I know. But I feel like it's uh, it's another scare. I feel like they're, they're gonna discover that cigarettes are good for you and mercury's fine. I feel like in like 20 years, you know what I mean? They're gonna come around. Syphilis is gonna be like it That'll lengthens the, the it strengthens the immune system. So we're gonna have <laughs> shots of syphilis in. It's oh gonna be gosh. like get your syphilis shot today. This world is frightening. You're creating. I'm just like I'm just. I did want to have. You kids just until you started talking. <laughs> it's good for your baby. Syphilis is, is good for your baby. It's going to be it's the next be a happy baby inside. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you want kids? Oh, yes. Okay, good. I did. <laughs> so the book cook, cook, the book cook. The book cook is out. And, and do you have, did you have to tout your celebrity to help promote it? Uh, we, we sort of just presented it 
as the book, like, okay. which is the two of us. Okay. And we did a couple of things. Like we had a really amazing dinner um, here in Los Angeles at Carly Restaurant, which is off Larchmont Boulevard. We, okay. did, we had this beautiful night where we, the chef there, um, Chef Kevin, he did um, sort of an amalgamation between our recipes and like, you know, what was in, um, in season. Char-tar. And steak <laughs> and <laughs> Totally. He's Let me like, throw some meat in your pesky cuisine. Yeah. And he did a really good job. It was a really great night. And we've done a couple of little book events and a few little press things and stuff like that. Also, too, I was juggling it a bit because I was away. You so were book, still shooting, I was shooting and making whole, art and whole, rapping. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, unbelievable. I hope your house. parents are proud. Yeah. I hope your parents aren't like, Abby, you're not doing enough. When are you going to start getting shit totally. done? You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe make some of yourself. Yeah, yeah. No, Why they can't just... you be a farmer like your brother? Yeah. <laughs> not too far off it. Yeah, right. <laughs> not too far off it, but it's a bit more like, you know, what's wrong with you? Why aren't you married? It's like. They're still like nothing, in 1826. Yeah. yeah, exactly. There's nothing wrong with me, mom. There's nothing wrong I'm with me. I'm starring in 19 films. <laughs> I have a fucking cook, peskin cookbook yeah. out. What more do you want? Totally. <laughs> um. Are you dating now? Yeah, so uh, I, I also gave a dating app a go as well. Okay. I did. Right on. How long have you been doing that for? I've been dating. I'm online dating for a while. I'm not good. I'll be honest with you and the rest of the world. I'm not good at relationships. I've got commitment issues. I get insecure. I, I, I get attracted to the wrong man. You know what I mean? It's hard for me to feel in a safe. It's all childhood baggage. So it's hard for me to feel safe in a relationship. I don't think I've ever been in one that's really felt healthy and safe to me. So mm. I'm kind of like, you know what? I'm just going to focus on other shit. Go on dates here and there so I can tell funny, awkward stories on my podcast and keep going. But that's it. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh. <laughs> on that note, how about Ooh. you? Were you in a serious relationship since Filipino? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, for sure. But there was a big, I did um, unintentionally take a huge break after unintentionally that. Unintentionally or intentionally? Unintentionally. unintentionally. Yeah, okay. I just found myself like I definitely needed the whole um how long ago was that? Ten years already? That was yeah. I think I think I was twenty seven. So yeah, we we split yeah a decade ago. Okay, ten years. Okay, and then and then I sort of did it. I did the time to myself for well, a few years. Well, you need years, it. You also had your career blowing up. You got to focus yeah. on that too. And also too, I I think sometimes too when you go through a big breakup like that, it's just really scary to let anyone back into that space. That yeah, of course. That that You're wounded into yeah. your heart, you know. Yeah, yeah. So that so that took a long time, and then I started seeing seeing people again and had a lot of fun with that it was really great time and then had a couple of sort of serious things and now now I'm at a point where I am ready for something good real and something settled I I'm totally open to what was your last relationship how long ago was that that ended in while I was on the road, that ended in that ended in April. Oh, like yeah. recent, like yeah. this year. Yeah, that was this year. And April, was June, it a, no, a long term thingy? Very much April May. So it ended like th- around that time. So it's recent. Yeah, it was recent. Was yeah. it a hard breakup? No, it was short. It was a short, hot, fast. Deep Got it. Okay. Relationship. Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. And then it were then it was done. It fizzled out. Yeah, uh, no, it it just it it went as fast as it came. Like, okay, it was like a Ferrari. Okay. Did you get married in an old? Um, might have got engaged. Engaged. Okay, yeah. there it is. No, I knew something like that. You know what I mean? When yeah, it goes that it was, fast, it was, something has to explode in was, that regard. Yeah, it okay. was fast. But it was fun and it, and it was intense. And, you know, you learn stuff from all yeah. of this. Yeah. Was he an actor? No. Okay. Do you feel like now that you're well known that you 
you end up feeling safer with other people that are also well known. Um, so there's like less of an agenda. No, no, because sometimes there's more. That's true. More that, of an no, agenda. You know what? That's true. You're right. So yeah. So I mean, the the dating app that I tried, which I now am off. I just tried it for two months. Okay. I just sort of felt. You know. You know what I felt like? I felt like I was carrying around a record and I was playing the same record like like a broken record right. which was it's so hard to meet it was yeah, so yeah, hard yeah, to yeah, meet that people mantra, in LA self-sabotage you know, mantra I, I really want to settle down and be in a relationship right. but I don't know why this isn't happening what's wrong with me and I was like I was like I got so sick of that record I was like I was like let's take that record off so in order to to break the broken record I'd went on this dating app and it was it was kind of fun i had, had a date kind okay. of like you a date a you week you get laid no i stayed a, i'm uh, i'm in for the if you okay a little bit of dr pat allen if you if you're in for the long haul don't don't go i don't, don't fuck go quickly at all no i wait i wait okay yeah i wait how long do you wait <laughs> i wait longest i've waited well it depends because sometimes i wait so long the dude's out you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, they're like, are you not attracted to me? Like, the problem is I'm trying to find that sweet spot. Okay. Sometimes I'll wait like four or five dates. Sometimes I'll wait a month. And then it's weird already. Because if you're dating a guy a month and you haven't had sex yet, they think it, you end the friend zone or they think you're gay or something's wrong. And either, the, like, it's weird already. So I feel yeah. like four or five dates. I never fuck on a first date. And I want, you know what I mean? So, I, I, yeah, I'll probably wait like a couple of weeks. But dude's expected by the third date. At oh, least yeah, like a guy, BJ. Guys are ready to go. Yeah. Day They're one. They're ready to go date minute six. Yes. Minute one. Yeah, they just know. come over. Yeah. How long did, so what do you, what's Pat Allen say? So, well, Dr. Pat Allen is like, is more if you're is in. a man or a woman? It's a woman. Okay. Was and that your like bottle 70, that made that sound? Yes, yeah, sorry. That was beautiful. No, it sounded like, like wind chimes. It's India. It's very peskin. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so Dr. Pat Allen, she has podcasts, um, that's how I... I only listen to mine. I don't listen to anyone else's. Yeah, but go I can on. imagine. Tell me, just tell me I when I can imagine. fuck. Tell me what date I can have sex with. That's all I'm well, trying to get at. It's after a, 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 some, sort of, some sort of verbal commitment. So, for example, let's say you're dating, right? You can right. do all the other stuff. Dr. Pat Allen's thing yes. is you can you can do all the other stuff, just don't let it the, the just dick... Just penetration? In... See, that's weird. I no, thought, what, are we 12? No, but there's, there's some there's some method to this madness. Okay, okay. Let's give it a try. I'm trying. You. You're already just like, no, wall, but if I'm in wall, bed, But wall. you can literally give the guy a handy and you can guys can both come and it, then it's you're just without verbal commitment. Apparently, but, there's, apparently according to Dr. Pat Allen, okay. there's a little bit of, uh, there's, a, there's a chemistry thing that happens right. in, in the, in, in full sexual uh, intercourse, intercourse right. that happens for the woman, yes, where the woman is attached to that. Oh, I know that. Attached to yes. that guy, right? Yes, yes. So if you and and then the, there's a name for it, epinephrine. People are going to correct this on the podcast thingy, but um, uh, there's a chemical thing that happens right. that takes three months to leave the system. Okay. So if you don't want to put yourself in that. Purgatory, okay, right? Whether because then if that guy goes away, then it's moves hard on. Break, yeah. You still got yeah. Well, it's just the chemical stuff. You still got the chemical stuff happening. Interesting. So unless you're ready to give that over, which you can make the choice to do that, but if you right, don't want to, right? You know, it's all this sort of scientific stuff. She That's why I'm is, not good at casual sex. I used to be. But you're right. Now I get attached. Yeah, you, you get you get linked up even if you don't like the person that much. Well, that's much. the you thing. Just... I think that uh, and Jacobo's staring at us like we're aliens because you're like I've been married, I've been fine. I don't know what you're dealing with. <laughs> well, I know, and this is um, the evolution of the dark Darwin, yeah. right? What Darwin said, right? Um, that when you have intercourse and the guys, you know, 
ejaculating inside. You hate to get graphic. This is what happens when two people have sex. Uh, the man is like, I came inside, or now I can move on and spread my seed elsewhere. Yeah, he's ready to The minute he's that he's ready to spread the seed, the yep. woman's like, I might be pregnant, yeah. must keep him here. There we go. Now, obviously, the brain today doesn't know that there's birth control and condoms and strawberry and, and fuchsia. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's when that's why when you have actual intercourse, you, the attachment comes from an evolutionary perspective of what wants to keep the family unit together yeah um you know even if you're like this is a terrible mate you know what i mean must keep him around yeah, yeah so yeah. part of me believes me that part of me doesn't you know like everything <laughs> I, I fluctuate on that and the existence of god um but i'm all for waiting in terms of intercourse i just but if unless i find a guy really sexy and then i'm like oh let's just go yeah, sometimes sometimes you make the choice. Do, yeah. And look, that's cool yeah. too. Yeah. Like, but you also I think I think what's nice is just knowing what you want, knowing what you're getting mm-hmm. into. So whatever circumstance you're mm-hmm. in, you're making that choice. So you're not one of those people that's like living in the drama of their stories yes. of their lives. That for me is super boring. Yeah. I gotta say. It's no, right. not something I enjoy listening to from other people or entertaining in my in my own life. So I think so I think, you know, to go back to what we're talking about, for me breaking that record but no, I haven't. I haven't. I've had nice dates. Okay. And a couple of them asked me on other dates, but I don't really feel like a. You didn't found feel the judge. Yeah, yeah, you I gotta really feel, feel the judge. So I was, that's why I like got off the app now. Right. Well, get but, me on that app. Yeah. You can use your photo. Oh yeah. And I'll show up at the date, and we'll see how that goes. <laughs> you think that'll be upsetting? Yeah. I'm like, look, I got. It was Tuesday. I had my hair did. You know, like, what's the problem? Um, where can we see uh, Pope 2.0? Uh, the new Pope is going to be out on HBO uh, on j- beginning of January. And then what are you shooting now with Paolo? We're, we still don't know. We, we, uh, he has a couple of projects. We have to know what starts first. Oh, wow. So you have a lot of work for you. Yeah. Okay. And you're Hopefully. a first ADing on all of his stuff. The TV, uh, the film, the whole shebang. Now, yeah, on these American, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, good. Thank you both. For being here. I enjoyed talking to you. Any questions or concerns for me? Oh, thank you. I'm just worried about your dating life. My dating life and my syphilis we intake. About that later. We'll talk about that afterwards. I was curious to hear the oh, rap the lines. Rap. I the mean, rap. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the only thing is, I, can, I, can I look yeah, up this Yeah, you can verse? consult, um, of course. Only um, because... Do you um, do it with an Aussie accent? Or does Dusk yeah, sound Dusk different? Yeah, Aussie. Just let me see, because I don't... I haven't looked at... I'm very excited to hear this. And then maybe you can send me one and I can play it at the end of the episode. Oh, yeah, that's great. Can I do idea. that? Okay, yeah, I'll do that yeah, too. Yeah. Here we go. I haven't done this in so long. Wait up. Break me, take what you can, you're gonna make me show ya What I've been feeling lately, keep my eyes from the circling skies Is like trying to hide what I feel inside I got an aching, making me blatant, can't even face it Trying to keep a piece in a pace, but the pace <laughs> I knew that was gonna happen I was like, I was, I was rapping, but my mind was here My mind was like, you're cold you right, you're looking on you the outside in. You right. can hardly breathe right the now. judgment. You don't have to do it if you don't want to, but I enjoyed no, that I was having snippet. fun. I'm just trying to think if... Um, okay, anything else? Anything like um, slow jam, sensual D'Angelo style, or is it all um, kind of like... It's all pretty like hard and, hard and fast. You like going to trap? Uh, I, d- I can't do trap. Trap's hard, right? Yeah. That, that, that rhythm, that, what is it? Yeah. Time the, signature. I think I got affected a bit because the crew that I, the crew that I started in, they all rapped like super fast. Like, wow. even, you know, even the break me, take what you can, you're going to make me feel. Yeah. What have been feeling late? Like all that kind of yeah, stuff. So yeah. I grew up in that right. way of rapping. That is that like Nicki Minaj? Nicki's like, oh, Nicki's on another level. That's like different. That's like. Oh, is it different? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, will you send me a track? I will put it yes, on at the I end. Yes, I will. I'll send you that one since I fucked yeah, it up. Yes, since you fucked it up. But that way, guys, you can listen to the before and after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Jacobo Bonvicini yeah. Yeah. and Abby Cornish. I love you all. This is Raylan Casper-White signing off. Trying to get the peace in a pace, but this heart is beating, keeping me breathing. The way that I'm feeling just takes patience. Time to relate this instinct. Coming at me hot like I can't think. Trying to turn it off, but I can't think. Lost in an instant, not like an infant. I want what I want, and I can't see different. Just gotta spin this, hoping that I'll win this. Shameless, blameless, all up in this. Just got the stars as a witness. Hit this, like I'm gonna miss this wishing. There's one to measure, one to spin, one to sever tired whims. Your but a vessel on course. There's a force, so hold your fire, breathe it in Let the embers warm your skin Cause in the darkness there is light Listen, I come with a gun, I got a vision hissing I won't take long, I'm on a mission Quicken by my heartbeat on a half my face The dark and I mucked it, locked it, laced it With an angel, they came to save me Caught by the base of an arc in my way up Was a hard hit, still on the men Quick like a fix on a fast hell of that Broke its back like a bastard It was hard, but yet I lasted Here I am and I'm kicking hard I fool, I laughed, I might forever after Fuck it all and fuck them all I got this hitched up, my skirt's hitched up Ready to brawl, I'm a baller Stand tall and ready for war Talk about lust Talk about strain, talk about hopes and talk about dreams Talk about hitting it and starting again Talk about real fear, talk about faith Talk about sex and talk about rates Talk about ceilings when you thought you at the top Talk about speed, talk about despair, talk about nonsense, the real talk is rare, and talk about connection with those you love. Talk about family, talk about trust, talk about cycles, talk about lust, talk about resilience in the face of Cause in the darkness there is light